This word that you know I'm going to release is not just for information. It is going to transform you because this is an impartation uh, service. Okay, it's 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 an impartation that is going to happen. So when I'm going to release the word, understand that the words of God, the word of God carries the voice of God, and that voice of God carries the spirit of God. So when I am releasing the word, there's the presence of God that is being released in this place. Okay, and when the presence of God, you encounter His presence, everything changes. Everything. There can be no sickness in the presence of God. There can be no darkness in the presence of God. There can be no uh, sorrow in the presence of God. Everything changes. Everything breaks out. Breaks out. Okay, so I believe and I know for sure, know for a fact that when this word is going to be released, and if you receive it, this is going to transform your life immediately. Immediate turnaround. Okay, now, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Romans chapter fourteen, verse seventeen. Romans chapter fourteen, verse seventeen. It says, "For the kingdom of God." Is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Say with me: the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's do it again. The kingdom of God. Is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit? And if you've been following, you know the series, the Kingdom series. Uh, we've done righteousness, we've done peace, and today we are going to talk about joy, right? So the title is the Kingdom of Joy. What a privilege we have that we get to experience the joy of the Lord. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. It's our inheritance. Joy is one third of the kingdom, and that one third of the kingdom we can receive it as our inheritance. So I want to encourage you. You don't have to live your life staying disappointed, staying discouraged, staying sorrowful, staying sad. It's okay to get disappointed. It's okay to get frustrated. Yeah, especially when somebody cuts you on the road. It's okay to. Get, uh, you know, discouraged and sad, but it's not okay. It's not okay to stay there. Why? Because the kingdom of joy is inside of you. The kingdom of joy. The kingdom of joy is inside of you. That's why Paul says like this in Philippians four verse four. He says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I say, rejoice. Okay, so he's not just making a suggestion. Hey, can I suggest something? Rejoice. He's not making a suggestion. He's making a commandment. You know, it's like a statement. He's giving you a definite statement. Hey, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Why? Because the kingdom of joy is within you. How can you remain sorrowful when the kingdom of joy remains you? See, when Paul said rejoice in the Lord always, he was not speaking from a uh, you know from from a place of luxury. Okay, when he wrote that. He wrote that from a prison cell. I want you to understand that he wrote that from a prison cell to a bunch of Christians who are not in prison. To them, he's saying, "Rejoice in the Lord always." He's releasing his joy. His circumstances did not matter. Why? Because he knows the kingdom of joy is within him. The kingdom of joy is within you.
Okay, so joy is one third of the kingdom. Uh, and let me tell you something. You know, Jesus in John chapter fifteen, he says, "I am telling you these things so that my joy may be in you, and my joy will be complete in you." Okay. What does he say? He wants us to experience his joy. So when we are talking about joy, we're not talking about human joy that comes and goes, that is fleeting. We're talking about the supernatural joy of Jesus that can remain consistently over our lives. And he, he is saying, Jesus is saying, I want you to receive this joy so that you will have the fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Okay? See, can I tell you something? Consistent joy or persistent joy is not humanly possible. It's not humanly possible. It takes the supernatural power of God for us to be joyful at all times. Yeah, it takes the supernatural power of God. When I am waiting in the line, somebody cuts through the line, it takes the supernatural power of God for me to remain joyful and not get angry on that person. It takes supernatural power of God to remain consistently joyful. Okay? Now, uh, this is my prayer today. This is really my prayer today that we will encounter this reality of his kingdom in his fullness. You know, the kingdom of righteousness, the kingdom of peace, the kingdom of joy. Because it is not possible that we encounter the king and we only encounter parts of the kingdom. It's not possible. It's not possible. When you and me encounter the king, we encounter him in his fullness. Say with me, in fullness. See, there are many millionaires out there, but they don't have joy and peace. Okay? So my prayer is, may you never be so poor that all that you have is money. May you never be so poor that all that you have is money. Okay? We have the reality of the kingdom within us and let that overflow. Let that overflow. Let the reality of the king, of the kingdom overflow. That reality is of righteousness, of peace and joy. Amen? Okay. I, I'm going to give you three, three things how this joy helps us in our practical lives. Okay? Three things. The first one is joy brings good health. It brings good physical health, divine health. Okay? Let me tell you something. Uh, Divine health is better than healing. Okay? Health is better than healing. Yeah? Uh, you know, it's like, how many of you would want healing or how many of you would want divine health? I would go for health, right? Uh, because uh, getting cured, yeah, it's okay, but it's a journey. It's a process, right? But divine health is a blessing. Right? So let's, let's have this divine health. And how do we have this? Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine have you heard of that have you heard of that phrase that says an apple a day keeps a doctor away okay this verse says a joyful heart is good medicine but listen to this but a crushed spirit dries up the bones a joyful heart is good medicine but a crushed spirit dries up the bones dries up the bones so much that you know you begin to look like somebody who is cursed it's dried up. There's no life. But a joyful heart, what does it do? It's like medicine. See, what does this verse say? It, this verse is simply saying, your spiritual condition has the power to affect your physical body. 
how your physical how your spiritual condition is that will determine how your body is going to be that's why john said you know in third john he said beloved i pray that you may live in good health that you will be in pros- you will be prosperous you may everything may go well with you as your soul prospers as your soul prospers may you experience prosperity as your soul prospers may you experience good health the spiritual condition determines our physical health okay so how does joy help us joy helps us in bringing good health okay the second point is joy brings strength what does joy bring strength what does the strength do the strength is for stability and consistency see if you are a christian and you 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 see your life you know your spiritual life going up and down up and down up and down like a wave then what you need is the joy of the lord because the joy of the lord can become your strength for stability and consistency okay so uh, nehemiah he said something like this do not be greed for the joy of the lord is your strength when you encounter the joy of the lord that becomes your strength you know that's why you can you can sing songs in spite of all the circumstances that is happening you can you can rejoice in spite of what season that you're living in it doesn't matter what the experts say that medical report that you just got that negative report that you just got that uh, that negative word that you just received from your boss doesn't matter as long as you rejoice in the lord because the joy of the lord can become your strength amen see can i can i tell you something you know this joy of the lord you you and me need it for consistency you and me need it for perseverance say with me perseverance because some destiny seeds that is imprinted in your life by god will take time for it to grow and sprout okay there's 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 a seed of destiny that god has sowed into your life and that takes time to sprout like abraham waited for 25 years david waited for more than 15 years joseph waited for i don't know more than 13 14 years right how were they able to wait in that journey it's the joy of the lord that was sustaining them every day it's the joy of the lord see just imagine abraham fighting for 25 years fighting against all odds when everybody told them it's impossible what are you doing it's impossible so some fights takes years but understand the greater the weight is the greater is the champion that is formed inside of you okay it is the joy of the lord that becomes your strength that gives you the strength to persevere that gives the strength to be stable and to be consistent to consistently trust in the lord we need this joy okay it was a, it was the joy of the lord that sustained them okay the third point is you want an immediate turnaround of your circumstances you need the joy of the lord joy of the lord let me tell you something joy of the lord is a mystery it doesn't make sense it's not intellectual logical rational thinking joy of the lord is a mystery from heaven and if you want to learn the secret of getting out of impossible circumstances and turning them around right just imagine with me if you are in a situation where it just feels it's impossible all your enemies have surrounded you it just feels it's impossible for you to get out of that circumstance then the joy of the lord is your answer 
immediate turnaround can i tell you something in the old testament even the israelites knew this that when the enemies came against him and if they were overwhelmed and there was no way for them to overpower them with their knives and swords and shields they would put that down and they would start praising god because they knew the secret it's the joy of the lord that can immediately turn around their circumstances the joy of the lord okay that's why the psalmist says like this do do soro may last for the night but the joy comes in the morning though you may sow in tears you may sow in tears you know when you are sowing you may be sowing in tears but you shall reap with joy you know you're not joyful because circumstances are right you're not joyful because circumstances are right you are joyful because joy becomes a medium of making those circumstances right it becomes a medium of changing those circumstances so you can go into your prayer closet crying and weeping and grieving but you cannot come out after encountering his presence crying and weeping there is a change in the atmosphere there's a change in your emotion why it is the joy of the lord who has immediately done a turnaround of your circumstances so if you want immediate turnaround okay stay in the joy of the lord that's why i'm saying it's okay to be discouraged it's okay to get frustrated it's okay to feel choked up but it's not okay to stay there joy of the lord encounter his presence let the joy of the lord turn around circumstances for you i am reminded of joshua joshua when he goes to conquer the city of jericho everybody said it's impossible it's the most fortified city the most fortified city and they had closed down the city nobody was entering in nobody was coming out there was no way to there was no technology that was existing at that time to break those city walls no technology everybody said it's impossible but then the word of the lord came to joshua hey i have given you the city of jericho what should you do what should you do just go around the city for six days go around once and the seventh day go around seven times now think about it it's a city we're not talking about a park that they were running around they were walking around a city okay and the seventh day the day they had to fight they walked around seven times they lost all their energy okay and after seven times that they have walked god is asking them to shout 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 make shouts of joy rejoice and as they shout as they rejoice the walls start crumbling down can i can i declare this over your life you know some of you you have seen those walls you have gone around the city but what is left is for you to start shouting start shouting rejoicing in the lord so that the joy of the lord breaks down those walls the joy of the lord breaks down those walls you know when you choose joy in the midst of your chaos when you choose joy in the midst of your misery when you choose joy you are giving permission to god to completely save you and deliver you you are saying father i have given up in my self efforts i i am giving up all that i can do i am giving up my intellect i am giving up my rational i am giving up my logical mind what whatever i thought i could do i am giving up all of that just come and take over that's why joy is completely you know it's like anti intuitive it's how can you be joyful when somebody whom you love has just passed away 
how can you be joyful how can you be joyful when 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 you you've you've sold everything and you see nothing how can you be joyful when everybody around you is suffering how can you be joyful right can i tell you a secret turn with me to habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 and 18 when everything seems negative okay i want all of you to take this okay that's why i'm going to wait if you've got it just show me show me your hands okay Awesome. Habakkuk 3 verse 17 to 18 it says though the fig tree should not blossom nor fruit be on the vines the produce of the olive fail and the fields yield no food the flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls the author is saying though there shall be nothing that i was expecting huh though the medical report came negative Uh, though the doctor said it's impossible though my boss said you know you are never going to succeed though my examination results came as failed yet say with me yet yet i will rejoice in the lord yet i will rejoice in the lord i will take joy in the god of my salvation i will rejoice in the lord in spite of all the circumstances that are coming around me i will rejoice in the lord i will take joy in the god of my salvation how is this guy saying this how is this guy saying this because he knows a secret the joy of the lord can draw salvation it's the joy of the lord that brings salvation if you read isaiah 12 verse 3 it says with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation with joy you will draw from the wells of salvation you want salvation you want to experience the reality of god's salvation not i'm not just talking about the forgiveness of sins i'm talking about healing and deliverance you want to experience the entirety of god's kingdom with joy you can draw from the wells of salvation with joy so understand something joy brings salvation joy brings salvation but the question is how do i remain joyful now if you read this it says all of these things did not happen yet i will rejoice in the lord i will take joy in the god of my salvation you can only be joyful when you have a revelation of who god is you cannot be joyful unless you have a revelation so revelation of god brings joy into your life joy brings salvation So you know when we are talking about joy we're not talking about you know just waking up in the morning and like uh, how our apartment aunties and uncles you know they just start laughing we're not talking about uh, that kind of joy we're talking about joy that comes from knowing who god is in spite of what the circumstances are okay just like i said you might go in the prayer closet weeping and telling god god this is my problem this is what is happening those people are saying this about me nobody understands me you might go there weeping but as you encounter his presence as you get to know who god is joy of the lord joy of the lord joy starts springing up and then you realize i don't know why 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 am i why am i joyful i don't know it doesn't make sense and that is what it is it does not make sense but that joy of the lord has the power to draw salvation in your life it will bring deliverance into your life it will turn around things into your life okay so it is the revelation of god that brings joy 
and joy bring salvation. See, when, when it says, I will take joy in the God of my salvation, that God of my salvation, the word over there is Joshua, because Joshua means the God who saves. Yeshua, the name Yeshua comes from the same word, Joshua, the God who saves. So he's saying, you know, when I encounter the God of my salvation, see, remember, he does not say the God of heaven. He says the God of my salvation, the God who saves. When I encounter him, I cannot not be joyful. I cannot not be joyful. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. You know, I never understood when James said, in James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3, he said, count it all joy, my friends, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials. Never understood. How, how can you count it all joy when you face trials? How am, I for, how, how am I going to force myself to be joyful when I'm facing trials? How, how is that possible? But verse 3 is the key. It says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. It's the knowledge. It's the knowledge of what will happen later is what is going to make you joyful today. See, can I tell you something? When you come into the presence of God, there's a secret information that is downloaded in your mind. And that secret information tells you that more than the facts that are coming against you, there's something better that's going to happen. That's why Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. How, how could he carry that cross? Go all the way up the mountain and be, and be crucified. Because the joy that was set before him, that joy was you and me. He saw you and me. He saw what the world could become. He saw what the kingdom of God could, how, how it could be established in this world through you and me. He saw that. That made him joyful. And that gave him the strength to endure the cross. What are you suffering today? What are you struggling with today? Whatever your circumstances that are coming against you, let me tell you, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord will sustain you through those circumstances and it will bring you immediate turnaround. Though you may sow in tears, you will reap in joy. Immediate turnaround. Immediate turnaround. Amen. So how can I be joyful? How can I be joyful? I'll give you three points. The first one is have a revelation of God. The revelation of God brings joy. The revelation of God brings joy. My second point is, don't let your circumstances define who you are. So many times, I see this often, okay? And I'm saying, I've, I've done this myself and I see this often, that we let our circumstances define who we are. Don't let your circumstances define who you are. Let me explain what I mean. In Ephesians chapter 3, Paul says, I am a prisoner of Christ. Okay? What does he say? I am a prisoner of Christ. Now, to be honest, when he's writing, he's actually a prisoner of Rome. That is his circumstance. His circumstances that he's a prisoner of Rome. But he says, I am a prisoner of Christ. You know why? Because he says, I am not going to let circumstances define who I am. I am going to let Christ define who I am. And I am going to define my circumstances. Don't let your circumstances define who you are. Don't let your circumstances define who you are. You are not a prisoner of hopelessness. You are not a prisoner of sickness. 
That's what Paul says. I am a prisoner of Christ. I am in prison, but I am not a prisoner of Rome. I am set free. I have the kingdom within me. I only serve one king and his name is Jesus. I am the prisoner of Jesus. Don't let your circumstances define you. See, in, there's this powerful story in Acts chapter 16. You know, Paul and Silas, they, were, uh, they had gone to some place and they were evangelizing, preaching the gospel. And some people caught them and put them in prison. They beat them nicely and they put them in prison. And the Bible says around midnight, they start breaking forth in praise and worship. They start singing songs. Now, can I tell you something? They were not singing songs because they just got a biryani. Okay? They were in prison. They were beaten, bruised. But in midnight, something inside them bubbled. Oh, the joy of the Lord is bubbling inside of me. Something inside was bubbling and they started singing. They started singing songs of joy. And what happened? Immediately, the word says, immediately there was a great earthquake and all their chains were broken. All their chains were broken. Immediately. You want to see immediate turnaround? Don't let your circumstances define you. Get to know God and let the joy of the Lord, let it spring forth and you will start singing. You know, I, I, I know that in times of deep crisis, there's a song that the Holy Spirit puts in my heart. Have you experienced that? There's a song that the Holy Spirit puts in your heart. You know why? Because He wants you to sing. Because as you sing, you encounter the joy of the Lord. And that joy turns around your circumstances. Okay? So don't let your circumstances define who you are. In fact, define your circumstances. What are the circumstances that are coming against you, telling you you're a failure, you're a loser, you're a sick person, you know, nothing good will ever come out of you. Don't let them define who you are. Be defined by what Christ has done. When Christ died, he said it is finished. He really meant it. It is finished. Everything is taken care of. You have been redeemed completely. You have been delivered completely. You have been set free from sin, sickness, and death completely. So let the reality of Christ define who you are. Don't let circumstances define who you are. My third point is, and this is a very important point, it is look at the unseen. More than what you see in the visible, more than what you see in the physical, look at the unseen. Okay? My words for you is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. As we look not, say with me, as we look not. Okay? As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, meaning temporary. But the things that are unseen are eternal. Okay? What's the third point? Look at the unseen. You know, when, when you feel like you're choked up, right? When you feel like everything, everything just looks bad, what do you do? Close your eyes. That's why I think, you know, in prayer, it's important that we close our eyes so that we stop ourselves from just being caught up in the visible reality and we go into the unseen. Because when you close your eyes, you detach yourself from the physical reality and God starts revealing stuff to you. Hey, I tell you when it's over, God says. This medical report does not, is not the end of it. I tell you when it's over. So 
you look at the unseen you train yourself you train yourself have a discipline have a discipline of prayer so that you can cut yourself off from this visible reality and you stay in god's presence look at the unseen and you derive your intellect your understanding your thought patterns from what god is delivering what god is saying in the unseen that's how you can rejoice you can rejoice this is a very key point i'm telling especially when it just seems everything is failing everything is failing close your eyes and turn up to the lord look at the unseen you know why because the invisible reality is greater than the visible reality invisible see visible reality will seem overwhelming but if you get to see a glimpse in the invisible reality you will not be overwhelmed because jesus has taken care of it and sometimes we need to close our eyes through the visible reality and focus on jesus in the invisible reality and hear what he's saying and when we listen to what he says and then when we open our eyes things begin to change we realize oh yeah these things are still the same the storm is still the same the medical report is still the same but yet i will rejoice in the lord why because i just got a secret information that these things are not going to remain as it is they are temporary and they're going to change visible things will always change anything that you see will change this laptop that you see will change this uh, you know this tree that you see will change anything that is visible will change the invisible realm is permanent don't look at the seen look at the unseen close your eyes spend some time in prayer get to know what the lord is speaking into those circumstances amen may god bless you i just want to say a word of prayer but just to do a quick recap what did you learn the joy of the lord brings good health the joy of the lord brings strength and the joy of the lord brings immediate turnaround immediate turnaround and how can you remain in joy three points the first one revelation revelation brings joy what's the second point don't let your circumstances define who you are and third look at the unseen look at what god is doing amen powerful how many of you are blessed by today amen come on awesome come on let's just close our eyes and give thanks to jesus thank you jesus for this word that you have released over our lives father we know that these are not just concepts but these are your words are life and peace your words are life and peace so father we just receive your reality of your kingdom in its fullness we receive in the name of jesus and i pray that in the coming days let the joy of the lord the revelation of your joy the mystery of your joy will haunt each and every one of us even when we sleep even when we are unconscious so that we consistently remain in your joy we thank you for this privilege in jesus name we pray amen